0: Welcome to the Utah House of Representatives podcast. My name is Harry Hansen, and I'll be your host. Thank you for joining me for the ninth episode of the Utah House of Representatives podcast. We have a special guest for the show today. House Majority Whip Mike Schultz is with us to talk about Constitutional Amendment G. If you joined us last week, you know this amendment proposes to change the way we fund our schools in this state. Representative Schultz is here to help us understand what that really means. Representative, thank you for joining us on the show today.
1: Harry, it's awesome to be on the show today.
0: We're excited to have you, especially because you have been involved with the constitutional amendment G from the very beginning. And I can't think of a better person to talk to about this. So would you mind telling us what this amendment does?
1: Yeah, Harry, I appreciate it. The amendment G actually does two things. So the actual amendment allows children, services and disabled to be paid for with income tax. Now, if that passes, this is the more important part. This is HB 357 kicks into place. And this is the guarantees for education funding for the state of Utah that we've never had before. And that's the most important. So that's what we'll spend most of the time talking about is HB 357, because that's why the whole education community is supporting this. So when we started it, Senator Milner and myself went to the whole education community, every organization, and said, you know, let's work together. Let's find a way to help address the state's budget issues as well as provide a better framework for funding education going into the future. And so we did that. We, we listened to all the organizations, UEA, PTA, the state school board, uh, the local school board association, as well as the superintendent's association and the charter schools. And we were able to bring everybody together and find a better way to fund education and that's where three fifty seven comes in and that's what gives the guarantees so every year public education is guaranteed growth and inflation now it's not limited to just growth and inflation, but that's what the guarantee is we've never had that in the past as a state and This isn't just my opinion, but I think this is the opinion of the education community as a whole. That's probably why we're dead last in the per-pupil spending in the nation. So I think this is a good step forward. It puts us on the right track. And like I said, we've worked with the whole education community. And so the Utah Education Association, the PTA, the state school board, the superintendent's association, as well as the local school board association and the charter school association, they're all supporting amendment. G. Oh,
0: wow. It sounds like you've got the support of all the major players in the field of education supporting this
1: amendment. Well, keep in mind, Senator Milner really knows education very well as a former university president. And so she was crucial in bringing all these groups together and figuring out what's going to be best for the school kids in our state.
0: Now, you touched on this briefly, um, but I'm hoping you can go a little bit more in depth. Apparently, our current structure for funding education is not working. Could you tell our listeners why is this better than the current structure?
1: Well, it it prioritizes education funding. So it takes a certain amount of the new revenue right off the top. So the state gets new revenue to come in, the first part of it is earmarked to go towards education funding, and that's never happened before. And so that's the main reasons why the education community is so supportive of it. And then it also built a stronger, let's uh, call it a working rainy day fund. It was designed to weather the 2008-2010 uh, recession timeframe, where we had two consecutive years of really bad or negative revenue coming to the state. And so it sets aside more money in those bad years. It still gives the education growth and inflation in those bad years. And so we take a little bit of money from the good years and we use it. We call it a working rainy day fund essentially is what we do. We use it for one time expenses, but it's really ongoing money. And then that's what allows us to fulfill the budget shortfalls during the down years. So not only does it guarantee the education funding during the good years, but it also guarantees education funding during the years we have recession and budget shortfalls.
0: Wow. It sounds like the legislature really tried to think of everything when putting this amendment together. Now, how would you respond to concerns that this amendment actually takes away money from education?
1: Well, yeah. So income tax is earmarked for specifically for education. Well, Utah is the only state in the nation that earmarks 100% of the income towards education. And there's nothing there that says the legislature can't lower the taxes or, or increase, for example, let's say the legislature could increase sales tax and decrease income tax. And so, yes, it is earmarked, but there's no guarantee that that's going to happen and so uh, this actually provides a guarantee and also I forgot to that it takes all of the education uh, money and puts it into a constitutionally protected account which isn't the case currently so it still has the constitutional protections but inside of that it has, or as well as that it has the guarantees and so and so there are some that would believe that that's the case but What they're not taking into account is HB 357 that puts those guarantees in place for uh, education that we currently don't have. And that's why, again, you're seeing all of the education community supporting this. I mean, they they know education funding better than anybody else. So I think if they were truly worried about that, then they wouldn't be supportive of this.
0: And, And you said that that bill takes effect immediately after the constitutional amendment passes?
1: Yep. So once the constitutional amendment passes, then that bill takes effect and uh, binds the legislature into making those guarantees.
0: Okay. Well, I just have one more quick question for you. You know, with Utah being fiscally conservative and being arguably the the best managed state in the nation, uh, everybody's always worried about where the money's going and what it's doing. And nobody likes increases in taxes. Typically, nobody likes increases in taxes. But talk to me about, uh, real quick, does this amendment increase our taxes at all?
1: No, in fact, it does just the opposite. It helps protect us from future tax increases and prioritize. Again, I just want to say this, it prioritizes education funding. So it takes a portion of it right off the top and prioritizes it above everything else. That's what is going to make the difference for Utah and for education as a whole is when we start to prioritize that funding above everything else.
0: So education will be the number one priority, then.
1: Yep, it would come off any any new revenue; uh, it would go to education first.
0: You know, with those guarantees in place, as you have talked about, it sounds like really anybody could get on board with a plan like this.
1: And it, it had broad support during the session. It passed overwhelmingly, uh, bipartisan. It you uh, know again with all of the education community supporting it wholeheartedly well
0: thank you for joining us today representative it has been a very informative episode and and i believe our listeners are going to be very happy to have this information straight from the source straight from from you who helped uh, put together that bill is there anything else that you would like to say to our listeners as they consider this amendment on their ballot this year
1: uh just vote in favor of amendment g thanks harry appreciate helping getting the word out It, it is a little bit confusing and a lot of people don't recognize the hb 357 tied to it which uh truly does change the education funding in our state of utah
0: well thank you again representative it's been a pleasure having you on the show thanks harry big shout out to representative schultz for taking the time to explain amendment g to us today i hope you found this information as valuable as i have thank you for joining me for this week's episode we'll see you next week